after a horrid amount of technical difficulties we formally welcome you to the pro wrestling moments clash at the castle on location podcast we are currently on a train to cardiff and our plan is to bring you coverage of our 24 hours in the welsh capital plus our thoughts on the event as it happens here with me today right now are some gentlemen you'll be familiar with if you've listened to the show for the last three years we have stuart roberts dan phillips and lewis williams here with me all shout out one gents how are you doing great excited good now, I suspect today may be an entry point to the podcast for some listeners, given the uptick in brand spanking new followers, and thank you all for those followings we've had over the last couple of weeks. So I wanted to do first is, is for each of us, as it's very loud. Where are we? Reading Station? Redding Designed Station. by Mr. Mark Middleton. Um, so what I wanted to do first is for each of us to give you a bit of an intro about ourselves and our wrestling fandom. So I'd like each of you to cover off the following, and I was considering giving you 90 seconds maximum to do this but just to see how panicked each of you will be but actually you can all take your time and enjoy it so please tell me the following who are you favorite wrestler of all time the first wrestling event you ever attended your favorite ever moment watching wrestling and also what do you what do you watch week to week what's your consumption of wrestling look like now dan is this is a special weekend for you in two ways First of all, your pay-per-view wrestling cherry is about to be smashed, absolutely exploded this weekend in Cardiff. Uh, and also, it's your 50th appearance on the show, so congratulations Thank on you 50 very much. appearances. Thank you very much. Some might say 49 too many. Just so, for anyone, there's, there's no gift being presented, just the clap I got for that. <laughs> But, you know, hopefully you won't be returning from Cardiff with a clap. Um, hey. Hey. Yeah. Uh, so 50 you... episodes and he's finally told a joke. <laughs> I've got a, a funny one. So why don't you go first? So you can see the list. Yeah, so yeah, I can go see this. Go ahead. Yeah. Right, so I'm Dan Phillips. For those of you who listen, this is the 50th time you've heard these tones. Uh, Favourite rest of all time. I'm going to try and do this in 90 seconds. So... Hulk Hogan is the reason I got into wrestling, as cliche as that is. Um, but if I had to, I've had some favourites, The Rock, etc. But if I had to go with who I've consistently loved, I just love Jericho. Um, first wrestling event ever attended was with Steve. It was a house show, I guess, was it? Yep. House show, um, August, last minute. 2018. Yeah, last minute sort of thing at uh, the O2. Yep. Um, but then since then, I've done Rev Pro. Uh, in the main and then I've got a few coming up along today I'm going to AEW Dynamite in New York a couple of weeks time and then I'm going to New Japan in in Croydon um, South London um, favourite ever moment live will be Oku versus Osprey at RevPro which was just absolutely incredible to be in attendance for a five star match was amazing for telly wise I know this sounds ridiculous but I will never not watch Jericho's arrival on Raw if it comes up on a timeline or anything. I just love that moment so much. Particularly as the rock verb as well. Uh, week to week consumption, um, AEW uh, weekly, definitely Dynamite weekly, Rampage I take or leave. I've spent the last few weeks catching up on WWE because I watched the pay-per-views um, but I wanted to be ready for today and then obviously I watched New Japan in and out but yeah AEW mainly for me might have been a bit over 90 seconds but no, I think you were about I think you weren't too far off that's very good Lewis over to you so we had 20 minutes of the best podcast you're ever going to hear in your entire life on the train but unfortunately who knew that recording audio on a train was so difficult we've tried Lewis's introductions this podcast three times now this is attempt four attempt four Lewis do you know the questions? 
You don't know the questions, do you? You're letting the side down again. Now, the, well, the questions were, what was your first wrestling event? And then on from there. Have you got them there? I have. Give me one moment. This is terrible podcasting. If only you could hear the 20 minutes of excellent highbrow chat we had on the train. No, no, this is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. It's, my, it's right near the end. Why don't you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. do media? Just there you right. go, there you go. It's right, there, there. over to you. Don't hold it too close, you just store it again. So much pressure. Hello, everybody. My name is Lewis, Lewis Williams. I am Steve's long-serving wingman in our pursuits of watching wrestling over the years. <laughs> I wonder what you are going to say there. Um, pursuits of what? <laughs> wrestling over the years. And um, I am 40 years old and watching wrestling all my life. Um, and I love it because of Jesus moves, high impact <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, my favourite wrestler of all time, The Rock. Um, didn't really get to, in, to be introduced to him until after the Flex Kavanagh uh, introduction. Rocky Maivia, um, The Nation of Domination, that whole feud with DX was amazing. Him as a heel was where it was at for me. Um, that's the best rendition of him. Favourite, uh, sorry, um, first ever wrestling event was WrestleMania 17x7. Um, Houston, Texas, just absolute amazing energy. Um, Steve was vying for Austin. I was vying for The Rock. Um, Love the desperation of, of, of that story from Austin's point of view uh, before The Rock went off to Hollywood to do the Scorpion King, etc. Um, and yeah, a moment I'll never forget. Favourite ever moment watching wrestling was that year after um, in Canada, Toronto where it was X8, uh, Hogan versus uh, The Rock, and The Rock um, winning against all the odds, and me being one of the few people um, who was, you know, amazed that The Rock came through that. It was an amazing experience. Um, what does my weekly consumption of wrestling look like? What's it comprised of? Not, not much. A bit like Stuart. Um, you know, YouTube clips, the odd, the odd watch of it on the network here, there, and everywhere. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to tonight. I kind of dive back in as a uh, a, a veteran fan, um, part-timer. But yeah, I do like to dive back in. Amazing that I can kind of come to Clash of the Castle and um, see what was going, going on with all of that. Uh, really looking forward to it. Hopefully Drew can win. I was to say, is, is Drew going to win? Yeah, I want Drew to win because Triple H is now running the ship. Hopefully Drew can win, change it up. And, um, you know, get a bit more excitement injected with regards to Roman Reigns. Perfect. Thank you very much, Lewis. And I can already see from the bars on this recording device that that is a better, better than the version one, two or three. Uh, chaps, should we see each other in, should we say, 10, 10, 15 minutes? Quarter past one? Yeah. Do you need, if you need less time, just, just, no. just knock. Yeah, fine. I just need to have a little, uh, perfect. All right, I'll see you shortly. Um, yeah, what hor horrid time that we've had trying to get the podcast working on the train. We've tried various different microphones and it's all been awful. <laughs> Christ, I've just walked in on Dan, just in a pair of pink boxer shorts. Um, yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm scarred for life, to be honest. Um, you're looking good, mate, looking good. <laughs> it's just a shock, just a shock to the sister. Um, yeah, so we're going to jump back in a second to back on the train. Please excuse some of the sound issues. I think it's just about listenable. And then once you've heard all of that, and you also hear a little bit of us talking about the booking for WrestleMania, which was salvaged from the very first bit of recording that we did. After that, we'll be back a little bit later on with more from Clash Not at the Castle. Yeah, so uh, my name's Stuart Roberts. Um, I uh, met uh, Stephen and, and Lewis on the plane uh, with our 
friend Mark uh, over to WrestleMania 17, um, and I, I sort of like dip into the podcasts as well. Um, so my favourite wrestler of all time um, has to be The Undertaker. Just love the way that he evolved his character over the the 30 years, um, and some some just some really memorable moments. Um, we were talking about this yesterday. My first wrestling event I ever attended was was SummerSlam '92, but that's it's a little bit of a black hole for me. I don't remember masses about it, so I sort of like more lean towards uh, WrestleMania 17, um, which was just the most unbelievable event, and still, in my opinion, the best the best WrestleMania ever. Um, favorite ever moment watching wrestling? So, well, I have a, I have, I have a two or three. I think um, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 18, the Rock against Hogan, uh, when when Hogan hulked up after um, kicking out of a rock bottom. That was just, I've just never heard a crowd so insane uh, like it. It was just the most the magical experience. Um, I suppose an honourable mention has to go at WrestleMania 25 when uh, Shawn Michaels kicked out of the tombstone. Again, just a huge pop from the crowd and, and it was just a classic match. Um, and sort of like when you listen back to it with JR's commentary, it just makes it all the more special. Um, you know, for, for that, so they, they were sort of like the, the live the live wrestling side of things. You know, in terms of what I've, I've watched on, on TV, pay-per-view, I think when The Undertaker come back at the end of Judgment Day after the Rock Triple H um, uh, Iron Man match and he came back as the American badass and just, just cleaned the ring out again that was just insane uh, insane um, so my my wrestling consumption isn't isn't huge um, I, I tend to just watch highlights on the network or on YouTube and, and but do spend a bit of time on Twitter reading reading wrestling reports and, and, and also participating in podcasts which I which I love Stuart thank you very much um, yes yeah to me so this leaves me and my name is Stephen or Steve Coriander as I'm now known on the over on the random wrestling review I feel like I've got a feeling of deja vu because I've already said these words on the Lost Forever podcast so I've been hosting this show since November 2019 in its original form which was reviewing Mid-South Wrestling and we still do UWF television reviews and we'll continue to do that until sadly that promotion is no more at some point next year but we broaden our horizons and we now do AEW pay-per-views three from which I'm not going to explain here check it out we've done Bruno San Martino and we've done Mick Foley and we've got Triple H coming up soon there's a little bit of a spoiler for you in terms of my background I've been watching wrestling for about 35 years now yes I am old enough to be a grandfather and I've ne- I've also spent most of the last 20 years of that travelling the world to see it uh, almost bankrupting myself with my dear friend Lewis over 13 trips to North America and a couple to Japan uh, my favourite wrestler of all time is Bret Hart who else is it going to be and the first wrestling event I ever attended was SummerSlam 1992 which was 30 long years ago this week my favourite ever moment watching wrestling was Randy Savage and Elizabeth getting back together at Wrestlemania 7 I like that so much that my wife and I had Randy Savage and Elizabeth as our top table at the wedding perhaps a little bit of a bad choice given what happened to Randy and Elizabeth but touch wood so far my wife and I are still together uh, well, in spite of some difficulties over the years, <laughs> she won't be listening to this. In terms of my week-to-week viewing, I pretty much watch Dynamite every week and have done so since the start. Um, I started giving Triple H's WWE a bit more of a go, uh, plus keep up with New Japan, regularly attend Rove Pro. Um, my promotion of the year in 2022, however, is Stardom, um, which I do my best to keep up with, and I encourage all of you to check out because it is some of the best wrestling in the world. So moving on to Clash at the Castle, and technological difficulties aside, this is going to be a little bit difficult, so bear with us. Us, as we pass the one remaining working microphone round. Um, 
to kind of feel how does it how does how does it, it's easy for me to say how big does this event feel what are your expectations what are the match you're looking forward to the most Stu I'm coming to you first did you hear all of that yeah I got that mate so um, so yeah I think this is pretty uh, I think this is pretty pretty epic for for WWE in terms of being able to um, open the, the, the gateway for maybe future pay-per-views to come over to this country um, so I'm, I'm super pumped for this I think it's going to be a really really good show obviously this is probably the first pay-per-view where Triple H has had his hands all over it if you know what I mean like SummerSlam I think probably came a little bit too soon for that um, so yeah match I'm looking forward to today probably uh, Gunther against Sheamus I, I just think give them 15-20 minutes and they could really um, you know re really put on a, a stellar performance and it's just going to be a complete slugfest but I'm, I'm looking forward to that uh, do I think Drew McIntyre will win I think he'll put on a really good show but the simple answer is is no so yeah I am pumped it's obviously my first uh Steve's just moved my uh, <laughs> hand away from the microphone there, everyone. Um, yeah, it's my first pay-per-view, so I'm pumped for that very reason anyway. Um, it feels like a big deal. Um, I wasn't sure I wasn't sure if it was going to come across more as a house show, but reading Twitter and the opinions of people that watch WWE all the time, I think it's, um, yeah, it's certainly... A, a, a big event I think whether you're in England or in or in the States um, what, what match of the night I agree with Stu I think it'll be Gunther and Sheamus I think them two look like absolute animals um, and I think they're going to proper go with each other at each other near falls I understand Gunther's very popular in the UK um Seamus again yes he's, from, he's he's Irish so you know it doesn't actually make much difference over here uh, we're, we're in Wales um, and yeah I think will Drew beat Roman logic says no everything I understand about wrestling says no but I don't know how they've done it but they seem to have put some doubt in people's mind they've seemed to uh, you know I'm listening to them reading stuff that suggests that maybe just maybe there could be a change here um, now whether that's just a thing to try and add add drama to the to the occasion for something that I thought would be pretty academic I don't know but um, we shall see I'm excited hello Lewis here um, Steve apologies I'm not sure I remember the questions in their entirety um, expectations for tonight I think that uh, WWE and all the broadcasters have put a lot of um, effort behind all of this I think and I would like to see Drew win it just to keep it exciting fresh unpredictable um, and if he does win it I don't think the belt will be on him for very long but I'd like to see him win it so that it keeps him in the upper echelon of contenders especially uh, with regards to injuries um, it'd be good to have him you know put Roman to the test in the sense of um, make him desperate again as he as he was when he kind of fought Jey Uso obviously the dynamic was different but that energy where he wanted that acknowledgement which then led to, led to the whole acknowledge me thing it would be nice to um, have him lose
who's having win it back and then you know reinforce the whole acknowledge me thing um, and you know save Drew who Paul Heyman himself has said you know is the right guy wrong time let's let's balance that out a little bit I think the only person brave enough to do it is Triple H so Hopefully, you know, they're going to tear the house down, do something really uh, unique tonight, put it on true. So, fingers crossed. Nice one. I think that we, we talked about this on the, the Lost Forever one. I think the fact that WWE have done such a good job with the build-up of this man, I think they've, they've, they've nailed it, that we all, we all think this could happen. Um, so I think that's prob probably enough. Now, what you're going to hear next is a bit of our discussion around the booking for WrestleMania, which is just about salvageable. If Cody wasn't injured, would would it be this? Yes, it would be. It would definitely be Drew and Because they're going for the UK <laughs> angle, aren't yeah. they? Okay. But who would, who would draw more? Uh, well, they've nearly sold out with Drew. So but they I'm, might want to save the American nightmare for yeah. a show in America. And I get that, but I'm just talking about in terms of the popularity of... Cody and Reigns is definitely a bigger match, but I think that's too big for this. I think that Cody being injured is, is now happening at the exact right time. I completely agree. Because yeah, it yeah. gives room, yeah. like I said, for yeah. Drew to kind of shine. Yeah. But yeah. he's got to win it tonight and throw the whole the whole manosphere of wrestling to like, like that, you know, the black guy who um, eyes popped when Taker lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we need tonight because then it's like... I had the balls to do it. I'll, I'll be genuinely, genuinely surprised if they pulled the trigger tonight. Yeah. I, I would be, um, I would be gobsmacked. And yes, it would be, it would be epic. Um, and for me, the way they do it, you've got to give me more, like, like almost like that Austin seventeen desperation. Like, what have I got to do to keep this yeah. guy down? That's well, what well, I want. It's going to be what it's going to be. Is it? I mean, this is how I think it will play out. I think, I think McIntyre will, will, will be on top. No question about that at all. Ref bump, Usos get involved, and then that's how Reigns wins it off the back of a, off, off the back of. Uh, that's how I think that. That's what I think will happen. So, but you you mentioned Dominic Mysterio. That that might be the twist tonight. I think I think there's a heel turn there. Yeah, Kevin. I agree. I think that's happening. Yeah. Just before we close off, I'm going to ask you two specifically a question. Okay, this is just for you two. On a we're moving away from WWE now. AEW, what? If anything, could they do to get you two interested in that promotion? Because obviously you're big, you're both big wrestling fans, but I don't think it's probably fair to how, how, in terms of how much you've watched. You're just, it's just not in your really on your radar, is it? No. So. They, they did have my interest when they, when, when they got Punk in and, 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 and Brian in and stuff like that, but sorry, sorry. All right. yeah. Um, they, they they did have my interest when they got Punk and Brian in, but but that's that's. That's wanes significantly. Um, you know, I like the stuff with with MJF. You know, I don't, I don't really know what's going on there, to be honest with you. That that might pique my curiosity mm. again, but uh, it's just not clicked, is it? And that's no. the thing. I think that they. AEW's got a lot of problems at the moment. I don't understand why their television show is worse than it was during the pandemic. But if it can't get wrestling fans, you know, lifelong wrestling fans, if it's not interested in those, there's no casual viewers here that you're going to, you're going to attract. So what do you think, Lewis, on that? I think that they're not using what they've got. I don't think Moxley's the guy. I think he is the guy who stands next to the guy. And I think if you're going to put, put it on him and let him go over on Punk, the way they did it can't be what they gave me there was nothing impressive about it well, there's rematching tomorrow at the paper I, I saw, so, yeah. and, the, and the lead up to the rematch 
is amazing, but it's like punk territory. Amazing might work. I know he's, he's been galvanised, but it was too much of a, an embarrassment. For it, even if he does win it back, like there's no significance for me. Like it would have had to have been a lot closer. Blood, sweat, tears. And like you know, I'm the best in the world. You almost like you beat me, but only just. And I'm not happy with that. Rather than like you just bitch me out in the ring, and and, and you didn't even do it in good fashion. So. Again, I don't think they're using Moxley as well as they could do, and they're definitely under under using Punk. The way that they make me fall in love with it is they kind of have to they kind of have to use Punk more, but in a different way. Yeah, that makes me feel like okay, I'm paying attention. I think the problem with that story is they told a three week they took they told a three month story in a week basically. Um, but anyway. Thank you all. We will be back later on. Maybe at Gareth Bale's bar, maybe in the stadium. Who knows when you're going to hear from us next. But any, any final thoughts, Daniel? No, no? I have none. No, <laughs> hey, I said, well, that's got to be a first. Right, we should speak to you in a bit. I'm here with uh, in, in an imaginatively titled Brew Monster with Ben, Sam, Tom and Matt from the Random Wrestling Review. I've got one quick question for you both. For you both, there's four of you. That's a terrible start. Is Drew McIntyre going to beat Roman Reigns this evening? No. No. Would, would, you, would you have him beat him if you were booking it? No. That's no. why I said no. no. But I think he would. Weird thing is, I think he would win, but I don't think I would do it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. What would you think? So I think he will win, and I think he should win, but my problem is going forward, where, where are the hills? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no monster hills, and that you've got the next people in line you think would be Rollins or Riddle both of them are so popular yeah can't do it bitches I feel like it's interesting that we're in this place now where everyone kind of believes that Drew might win I don't think that was a thing a few weeks ago was it like but this is what I mean this is why I wouldn't give him the belt yeah because in a month's time when they go to Saudi or whatever they do next whoever he faces reigns people are going to be like oh I think he could win yeah, yeah, and that's good. That's what you want. So don't don't have. I think he could win. I do. <laughs> uh, Very good well, accent. That, that, that was decent. What do you think, Tom? Uh, I I regrettably think that Drew's going to win. I don't I don't think he should. I'm not actually a big fan. You know, but you know, he, get rid of the get rid of the beard. He's skulking around in the bins again. We all know that. Get rid of that hair as well. Exactly. But uh, what I think. I, d I don't think there's any real benefit to it, and I feel like it's a bit of a weird decision if they do decide to do it here, because for me, I'm thinking about it from like a football standpoint. If, for example, the Champions League final was in Wembley and there was an English team in it that I didn't support, that's not going to make me like them anymore. So I feel like it's a really strange booking decision to do it just because it's in the United Kingdom anyway. And I don't think he's built enough, built enough and a big enough star to really be the person to put that exclamation point on the end of Roman Reigns' time. Well, here's an idea, right? Why don't they have Roman Reigns win, but by some, like, cheap way, they're going to do this apparently every year now. Come to the UK and do Oh, have you heard that then? That's what Triple H just said okay. yesterday. No, no, no. That's the inside, the inside sort of tinky sources. Yeah. The inside line. Um, so, build to a rematch. Do a regional story. Right? Where basically, next yeah. year, they come back, they do it in Scotland, and Drew goes his way. That would make sense. To and me. that is the kind of unsaid story about this. It's not as straightforward as Davy Boy at Wembley, is it? It's a Scotsman in Wales challenge for the title and I don't think we can he's, he's, not, the, he's not the star that Bulldog was no. over here no he's not he's, he's not. not the household name that David Boyce no. was no. No. Matt what do you do? 
not only should Drew win, but he has to win. Okay. If Drew wins this, he's a made man. I mean, you could you could argue that you know he's as good as he's going to be now, but with this win, he is a made man. He we're, has we're, to win. we're basically going to replace Matt with Kieran on the podcast from now on. He has to win it. There's just there's no way around it. I feel like he's kind of killed off if he doesn't win. Is the problem? Yeah, yeah I mean, even if he drops it back in a month or two, yeah. this win will be talked about for years to come. He has to win it. It's that simple. Kieran, what do you think? I think Roman's winning. Yeah. And I think if you even if you drop it for a bit and put it back on Roman, the rest of Roman's reign going forward means nothing because the history making reign is over and you're back to the start of another. I think that's the problem. Yeah. And to me it would if Drew wins, it's doing everything I want WWE to come away from to focus on long term storytelling instead of these moments. Which, which he's on, he's on, mate. Matt, you're out. Fuck it. <laughs> I think Kieran's has done it. He's done it there, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, put it this way: the, the only other way, the only way that I will accept Drew not winning is if they go the whole fucking way and have well, Roman. He's go the whole fucking way. Explicit writing now on that podcast. Trust the random wrestling review boys. Takes explicit. If you're gonna say fuck, don't go. <laughs> Say fuck. Fucking way. Yes. <laughs> there we go. And he needs to have the longest title reign ever, which is that's what, like another six years. I don't, don't think. See that? But they, I, do, they, I, do, I don't mind the idea. That, that's the only way that I will accept Roman okay. win is they have to do that. Well, anything, anything else to add, gentlemen, Steven, before we go? And you? No, you. Oh, what do I think? Yeah. Um. I've already. I th- I think there's a chance. I think that. I think the fact that there's a chance is a really good thing because we all believe there's a chance, and I think that's enough. It's like the Undertaker streak, whereas if you believe for a moment it was going to be over, they they've, they've got you. And I think they've got all of us, haven't they? And I, and I think that's commendable with the video package and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, we should see. I agree. I totally agree. That, but that's yeah. why I think Roman Reigns reign should continue because I think this will be the feeling every title shot now is, oh, this one might be the one where he loses, and that's that's yeah. what you want. Um, but one thing I will add, just just one last thing. Glenn Jacobs is a cunt. There we go. <laughs> he certainly is. Right, that's it from the Random Wrestling View, boys. We'll speak to you all a bit later on. So we're, we are in the stadium now, and I think it's fair to say that we have got pretty good seats. So what are your thoughts about these seats? Oh, my God, mate. They are absolutely amazing. You pulled a rabbit out there out here. Thoughts on the seats, Lewis? Wettage beneath our feet. Yeah, I'm not Fine, but talking about the seats. Very quality. Yeah, yeah we're, we're literally right by the aisle way, which is nuts. The aisle way is side on. So most of the stadium is open, apart from one end. So I guess that is obviously the bit they've not sold. I, I guess that it's probably, um, well, I don't know, probably three quarters open. But there's quite a bit that they've, they've not sold, isn't there? Um, I'm going to go get some dads, of course, from Dan. Dan, what are your thoughts on these seats? Absolutely incredible. I mean, we are, when they come out later on, we are there. I mean, we are, we're there. I mean, I I am, I could get in that ring now. I don't think, I think I'd get in that ring before anyone would stop me getting in that ring right now. Yeah. It is, thank you, Mr. Guthrie. In all the events I've ever been to, I've never ever sat aisle side. So this is quite, this is quite something. So we're literally just on, on, under the overhang of the Prince Valley Stadium, but the view is incredible. It's about as good as it gets lower to in a stadium. Right, we'll be back a little bit later. 
So, the Street Profits and, uh, who is it? Mad Cat Moss beat Alpha Academy and Alton Theory in, what was it? It's very pressurised ever. It was 6 minutes and 20 seconds. I thought that was great fun. What do you think of that? Yeah, great athleticism on display from the Street Profits. The elevation, the risks, uh, and that tag team manoeuvre they did when it was over the top rope. Brilliant, everyone was working really well. Other than the, uh, a bit of a mix up with a uh, fall away slam, but other than that, very oh, good. I think mix up, he got 70% of it, but Lewis and I uh, will, 40%. will agree, disagree with that. A great start, I thought, and also the crowd is electric in Prince Valley Stadium, which, which is a good omen for later in the show. The team of Bailey, Dakota Sky, and Eo, Dakota Kai, and Eo Sky beat uh, Bianca Belair. It's very loud. It's very loud. I'm wondering if I should record this when the music's not on. Yes, I'm going to. So Bailey and her cronies won in in a long 18 minutes and 44 seconds. Hope this comes off reasonably well with the excruciatingly loud music in the background. So basically, um, I thought this match was okay. Uh, the crowd was massively into it, especially Bailey. But some of the work was a little bit iffy at times. Uh, but yeah, a good start. And the crowd is really, really hot. Uh, and this music is so loud. I sound like an old granddad. Um, Shu, what did you think of the match? Yeah, I thought it was uh, perhaps a little bit sloppy to start with. Uh, but crowd were really into it. Uh, singing the uh, Oh Bailey song, which she was uh, hating, which was uh, a great response from Bailey. Uh, Bailey taking the pin, probably the right decision, uh, legitimizes her as a, as a number one challenger to, uh, to, to, to uh, Bianca Belair's title. So uh, yeah, good opener, a bit sloppy, crowd really into it, but it'll do. So, uh, Walter B. Sheamus in 19 minutes and 32 seconds. The crowd really, really liked it. And I think there's some different views on our esteemed panel. Sue, what did you think of that? I actually thought that was all right. It was just a good, what I thought it was going to be, a good old fashioned slobber knocker, as JR would call it. So uh, yeah, now wrong with that for me. Some punishing moves as I thought. Seamus's chest is blood red. Uh, yeah. I liked it. Nothing wrong there for me at all. Crowd were really into it and all. So, uh, thumbs up from me. You've all lost your minds. That was terrible. Take that belt off him until he proves he's a ring general. What the hell is wrong with everyone? <laughs> I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. Dan, what do you think of that? I think I'm sort of mid-range. Um, I think my expectations were better than what I watched. There was a few, they probably weren't botches, but they were just moves that, again, when you're watching it live, with two big, big boys fighting, you do look and go, that would never have hurt you. So how have you stayed down from it? And that annoys me. Um, 
But yeah, I wonder, this is the thing. A shame has not done it because there's going to be a total change later. Who knows? <laughs> What are you thinking about the show so far? It's been quite good so far, actually. I quite it's like it. Good, yeah? Yeah. Good, I like yeah. It. Caleb's going to be the number one podcast in wrestling in about 10 years' time, aren't you? Maybe. Yeah, good stuff. Cheers, mate. So, Liv Morgan retained the SmackDown Women's Championship in 11 minutes and one second in an absolutely atrocious match. What did you think of that match, Matt? Bored to tears, mate. It was absolutely terrible. And I, I, I like women's wrestling. I watched a lot of stardom. This was at times embarrassing. That is not the standard of WWE main roster. I don't see anything Liv Morgan whatsoever at all. This was really, really poor. Shoot, what do you think of that match? Oh, uh, not a great match. I expected better. I called a title change here. Got that totally wrong. Uh, very loose moves. Uh, Basler should have made more of the submission holds, in my opinion. Morgan won, but doesn't look a strong champion in my book. Um, I think maybe just a, a holding tenure until Flair comes back. Lack of crowd interaction hurt this match for me, but uh, you know they gave it their all, so you know. But uh, not a classic. Lewis? It was better than Seamus and the Ring Generals match. I disagree with that strongly. Next match is Rey Mysterio and Edge versus Finn Balor and Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Is Dominic going to turn? Is Dominic going to turn? Shoot, is Dominic going to turn? Yes. Dominic going to turn? Nope. Is Dominic Mysterio going to turn? Now I've just seen this little clip here. I reckon maybe, potentially, yes. Is Dominic Mysterio going to turn? Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. I'm saying he's going to turn. Edge, by far the most over person the whole show so far. And Rey Mysterio beat Finn Balor, Damian Priest, in 12 minutes and 36 seconds. Match of the night. That was absolutely great. So, so good. We had a 6-1-9 from Edge. Such a good match. Really great fun. Dan, what did you think of that? Uh, the ending was apt. I, I always want to see a 6-1-9 live. I didn't get the full 6-1-9 because Edge hit it with a spear. Another thing I wanted to see, amazing. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, so good. Lewis, what do you think? Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is how it's done. Edge, so over, a masterclass. The way everyone's working, the pop of the crowd, amazing. That's how it's done. What do you think of that? That were epic. Epic match. Great match. Brilliant spear. 619s. Nostalgia overload. Loved it. Absolutely brilliant. What do you think? What do you think? Do you like the match? I liked it. You liked it? What it was incredible. Really yeah, incredible. So good. Dominic Mysterio has just kicked Edge right in the balls. Shoot! Called it! Wow. Mysterio is literally asking what he's doing. What's he doing? Oh, Mysterio! Oh, my God! And we've got a turn. 
from Dominic Mysterio, live on air. It's not good, is it? It's not good. And he's turned, and Balor is laughing. There's only one thing worse than that heel turn, and that's his haircut. His haircut, he needs to do a top knot there. I mean, the crowd in Cardiff is shocked. We called it, some of us called it, I'm not sure I called it, I can't remember. Wow, he's turned. It feels very Eddie Guerrero. It feels like he's like... Can I say called it again? Stuart called it, wow, we've seen it. So in a bit of a shocker, Seth Rollins beat Matt Riddle in 15 minutes and 22 seconds. I thought that the tone of the match at the start was all wrong. They should have been beating each other up. It might have been 15-22, it might have been more. I must be honest, my stopwatch stopped at some point during that. Um, I thought the tone of the match was all wrong at the start, but it grew into, a, a, do you know what, an enjoyable and pretty dramatic match, I thought. I thought the wrong man won. I don't know if these Rollins is facing the champion at some point. I don't know what is going on next, but I thought that was pretty good. Dan, what do you think of that? Yeah, very good match, really enjoyed it. But uh, to be honest, I just thought Riddle's winning all day long. Where does Riddle go from here? Who knows? But great match, really exciting. Uh, great placement on the card just for the main event. Yeah, loved it. But where does Riddle go from here? Yeah, I agree. Lewis, what do you think? Yeah, slow start. It should have been more fast pace. Work the outside of the ring. Do it a bit like, um, uh, like last man standing or uh, no holds barred. Based on the story. But it picked up really well, really good near misses, good high intensity moves. Surprising finish, but was what it was. Two curb stomps. Shoot, what do you think of that? Yeah, that was uh, probably match of the night for me. Um, would like to see it start a bit more fast paced, especially after the, uh, the family comments on Raw. Uh, I'd love to see Riddle dive out of the ring and really take it to Rollins, but boy, that match grew and grew some great Great movement, great wrestling. Um, right result for me. Uh, certainly carries on the feud and let's hope we get another couple of great more matches like that. Seth Rollins conducting the audience as well was, uh, was epic. Brilliant match. We're back at the end of the main event. This main event in this stadium after this build up feels absolutely gigantic. Let's see what happens. Roman. Beat Drew, retained the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. 30 minutes and 45 seconds. We thought Drew had it won. I'm going to butcher this name. I've seen it on Twitter, Solo Sequoia. I don't know him. Apologies for my ignorance. He interfered right at the end. And Roman retained the title. Tyson Fury got involved. It was an absolutely superb main event. The end of a very good pay-per-view. But I think the crowd is pretty gutted with what's happening here. Sue, what do you think of the main event? I thought that was a great match. I'm, I'm just a bit, I'm a bit confused at the end. Have we got another member of the bloodline? Great match, but confused. I think we have a Tyson Fury is in the ring with Roman Reigns. What do you think of the main event, Lewis? One of the best I've ever seen. Tyson's in the ring with Reigns. And what is going to happen here? We'll keep, keep the recording going while this is happening live in front of us. You can hear the crowd trying to knock him out. Tyson is wearing some interesting trousers. 
and looks like they're friends. And they're shaking hands. Um, Dan, what did you think of the main event? Absolutely incredible. I mean, I thought Drew had done it. I honestly thought he'd done it. I don't know who this man is. Um, hate's a very strong word, but I hate this guy. I don't know who he is, but I hate him. I think it was interesting because the crowd in here was absolutely, anything I said about England, Wales, Scotland, total nonsense. This crowd was for Drew McIntyre, whether it's for him or wanting the title change. They wanted it, it felt so much. It's just really Triple H, NXT, major and main event booking. It was incredible. We had top t twists and turns. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal main event. I'd probably go 4.75 stars. It was a fantastic main event and a very, very good pay-per-view. But Roman is still your champion. He's just below me, walking out as the crowd tries bullshit. I'm sure we'll be back either later tonight or tomorrow with a sore head. Wow, Clash of the Castle. Uh, a really, really enjoyable evening, a really enjoyable day. And let's hope they make this an annual thing going forward. the night before. How did you sleep, Lewis? I slept well, yeah. a lot, but well. How are you feeling? All reasonably right. fresh, Jay? Reasonably fresh. Fresh as a daisy. Yeah, Dan? Yeah, good. Fresher than me, because you snored all night. Right, um, yeah, I don't uh, feel- like I, had, I had sound cancelling headphones on, you see, so- I'm Nice, can you actually sleep in those then? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, just to conclude, what, what, are, what are our final thoughts on the event? What's our ratings out of 10? Lewis, why don't you go first? You're pondering. Or I can come back to you if you're not there, not ready yet. I'm ready. Born ready. Uh, ratings up 10, I would say 7. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's any, other, any other thoughts? A credit to the Street Profits that kicked it off. Um, the middle highlight was uh, Seth Rollins and Riddle. And the conclusion uh, was obviously the main event. Um, and the turn and twist. Well done, Triple H. So, yeah, happy man. Yeah, well done, Triple H. G. Yeah, I think a solid seven. Solid seven for me. Um, highlights were, I mean, I love the video packages. Presumably doing this podcast right now with me standing in the towel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking out the window. Uh, <laughs> um, I liked all the video packages, that, that the build up to it all. Um, 
Love the Rey Mysterio, uh, sorry, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio turn, which just want to say that again, I called that. We call that live on air as well. Live, yeah. And um, and yeah, I enjoyed Seth Rollins, uh, Matt Riddle and the main event. And then there were so many things going on around that main event because you had like the ref bump, you had Theory, you had Fury, you had the uh, Roman Reigns' cousin. There was a lot of stuff going on around that, probably more than what I appreciated at the time. Mm. So yeah, um, kudos to Trips. Solid 7 out of 10 for me, and uh, let's hope it's not 30 years before the next one. Yeah, let's hope this becomes annual thing. Last but not least, Daniel. Yeah, 7. I'm agreeing with everyone else there. Sounds a bit cliche. Um, pretty much echo all the thoughts. The Rollins-Riddle match was, was really good. I'm not quite sure where Riddle goes from here, but um, yeah, the main event was great. Uh, so much thrills, spills, everything. I mean, it had a bit of everything, didn't it? It was a bit, you know, like going back in time. You can tell that Triple H... Maybe that's his first sort of statement, but he had there was all, there was just all sorts of stuff going on, but not overbooked, just you know I've just right um, yeah yeah yeah, and I, I, yeah brilliant I really enjoyed it yeah I think they stayed the right side of it as well and I th- I may have said last night but I've listened back to some of the podcasts and I sound absolutely battered and I think I probably sound worse than I actually was you might disagree with me Lewis though. Thank you. Um, I think that had hallmarks of an NXT, big NXT takeover. I thought it was great. I'd probably go seven and a half out of 10 for the event. Close to eight, actually, because I think the last three matches we delivered. What a fun day. Loved it, gents. Really enjoyed doing this as well. Thank you very much all for listening. And we shall speak to you all again very, very soon. Should we sing American Pie to? I don't think we shall. We won't do it justice. (laughs) Cheers all.